Hello and welcome to Family Renewal. I'm Israel Wayne, your host. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as we take a look at faith, family, and culture, all through the lenses of a biblical worldview. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Family Renewal Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Christian education and more specifically, the principal approach. What is the principal approach? And I have a guy who knows more about that topic than just about anyone I know. His name is Max Lyons, and he is the Director of Teaching Services at Foundation for American Christian Education in Virginia, otherwise known as FACE. And Max Lyons, I want to welcome you to the Family Renewal Podcast. Well, so happy to be here, Israel. Thanks for, thanks for having me, and uh, hope I can uh, help your audience today understand a little bit more about the principal approach. Absolutely. Well, you and I get to interface in a group that we're a part of that's called the Christian Education Initiative, and it is a group of people who are involved in Christian education at various levels, um, some Christian school administrators, teachers, uh, pu- publishers, as well as uh, homeschooling leaders and advocates. And so it's a group of people who not only want to see Christian education promoted, but to see a truly biblical worldview advanced in Christian education. And uh, for those who want to learn more about that organization, of which we're both members, uh, you can visit ChristEDU.org. That's ChristEDU.org. Uh, You can learn more about um, how this network of associations and organizations and individuals is helping to advance biblical worldview Christian education. But that's been a big part of what Foundation for American Christian Education has been about for decades. And growing up being homeschooled myself, um, FACE was an organization that I was quite familiar with growing up and was influenced by a number of the resources that are published uh, by FACE. So, um, Max, to begin with, there's so much uh, material, so much detail that we could cover in this, but could you briefly give us just a little bit of a background or history to uh, principal approach and FACE, and we're going to try to distinguish between the two because FACE is an organization, principal approach is sort of an educational philosophy or method, and um, they're, they're, uh, the organization promotes, uh, FACE promotes the principal approach uh, method, worldview, uh, educational philosophy, uh, but but how did that get started, and and who were some of the leaders in that? Well, uh, first of all, uh, I'll just tell my story real quick. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've been in Christian education for forty plus years. Started out in a, a tr- traditional Christian school, actually an ACE school. If anybody still remembers ACE yeah. back in nineteen seventy nine, I was a math teacher. I was there for seven and a half years before transitioning to Stonebridge School in 1988, which is, you know, the principal approach school started by Carol Adams and just had its uh, 40, 40th anniversary. And I was there for 19 years teaching and administrating and helping grow the school from a couple hundred students to 450 students and develop a high school, et cetera. Uh, then uh, after, after that, I, I worked in a traditional Christian school in the area as a guidance counselor and really helped develop that school in terms of biblical worldview and dual enrollment and everything uh, before coming to FACE. I've been at FACE now for eight years in this position and 
And I just really feel like this, this is the spot for me because all my experience in Christian education and, and administration, I have a pretty strong administration gift. So um, I'm able to help other schools, you know, school startups, homeschoolers. My wife actually is better with homeschoolers than I am because she homeschooled our children for 25 years using the principal approach. So, but I can, I can help those out as well. So, um, so that's me. I actually came into Stonebridge School in its eighth year, um, but um, you know, it was kind of at that kind of at the formative stage of development of principal approach schools within within the nation. Um, so, but it really started back in the 1940s. Uh, Verna Hall, who was a actually a music teacher, was a piano teacher, become historian, researcher, you know, primary source guru. Uh, she started, you know, looking at back in the 1940s, she saw our nation headed into socialism. Imagine that. <laughs> we all thought that just happened in the last few years, but mm-hmm. it's been going a long time. And that set her, long story short, on a journey of discovering what, what, what was America founded upon. And, and she had a sense that it wasn't that, you know, it was something other than socialism and we were moving away from the right direction, but she didn't really know. So she dug into the writings of our founders and, and, and the people that our founders study, the European and French philosophers, you know, Montesquieu and Blackstone and John Locke, et cetera. And she's the one that really um, got face going in terms of um, we're, we're moving away from uh, our Christian founding, um, you know, biblical principles towards socialism, well, we can get it back. We just have to understand and reteach those correct principles and re-understand the source of them, reread the founding. You know, she published instead of her own book, you know, she published compilations of primary sources because she thought, let people read the same thing I read and come to their own conclusions. I'm not going to tell them what to think. So uh, she was joined by Rosalie Slater, who was an educator working on a PhD program at uh, at uh, Stanford. Uh, they were out. They were uh, Californians. Uh, faces moved to Virginia because of Carol Adams has taken over as president. But they were from San Francisco. Rosalie joined with uh, joined Verna and developed the whole educational program based upon her work. So that's where the K through twelve principal approach uh, program and and branding got. Got uh, that, that came from Rosalie uh, working with Ferno. So this has been going on a long time. A lot of people don't know about it. You know, we are a, a subset of Christian education. We're we're Orthodox, but in terms of you know all the standards and philosophy of Christian education, but we're a very small subset, even smaller than classical. So a lot of people don't don't know about us. Well, one of the things that has been demonstrated through the peers test, which some people don't know about that test. Um, we're going to have Dan Smithwick on a future podcast to talk about that. But NehemiahInstitute.com, they have produced a biblical worldview assessment test that's an acronym and stands for Politics, Education, Economics, Religion, and Social Issues, uh, P-E-E-R-S. And students who attend principal approach private schools uh, score the highest scores on the peers test, even above homeschoolers. And so uh, it has demonstrated the 
efficacy of that approach in terms of really helping people not just to know Bible verses uh, in a random way, but to know how to apply Christian principles to all areas of life. So when you think about economics, do you think biblically or do you think as a socialist? And uh, oddly enough, even many uh, Christian school students in typical Christian schools, uh, even sadly, many homeschoolers don't have a biblical worldview when it comes to thinking about education or about politics or about uh, especially economics. So what are some of the distinctives of the principal approach that would make it different than say just a standard Christian school that somebody sends their kid to down the block? What what makes it unique or special? Well, you you hit on one right there with an emphasis on the biblical worldview. And you know, I've been Christian education all of our life. And we all, we all, all Christian educators want that. We say we want that. We put that in our mission statement, some form of teaching biblically, you know, bringing up disciples, teaching a biblical worldview. Um, you know, but the, but the reality is some of us do it better than others. Some schools do it better than others. Some curriculums are more intentional about it than others. And some methodologies are more amenable to that than, than, than others. So that is definitely a, a distinction, uh, Israel. I, I kind of tongue-in-cheek joke with people, you know, that principal approach is biblical worldview on steroids. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, 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 if, if, you know, you have to be careful about enrolling, you know, who you enroll in our schools and homeschoolers, they get it because if they really are not serious about the Bible and biblical principles, you know, they're, they're not going to be happy with this because it's, it's very intentionally uh, biblical and, um, uh, you know, this stuff doesn't just happen by accident. We have to we have, we have to teach biblical worldview. It doesn't just get, you know. It, I mean, it is our worldview is caught. Don't get me wrong. We it's taught and caught. But you know, because it's caught, I think we need to teach it more. Mm-hmm. And so we're very intentional about it. We also need to teach it to the teachers because let's face it. You know, we're most of us, including myself, products of secular education. So we don't know anything about biblical worldview. I remember the first time I learned there was something, you know, this thing called creationism. I was like, you mean there's something else in science other than evolution? That's all I ever knew. I didn't know there was any alternate views. Of course, I ate it up, you know, because I thought, gosh, this makes a whole lot more sense. And it fits with what I believe about the Bible. But, you know, so so we do that in principal approach education. As a matter of fact, we you know, we've got a summer training program, just getting ready to go into that in a few weeks. Um, we have a foundations course and then two other subsequent years where teachers come and get trained in this methodology. But the first the first course, that foundations course, we spend a lot of time on biblical worldview because people just don't know it. So get it, you know, Luke 640, right? Students not above his teacher, but every student after he's fully trained is like his teacher. And so got to get the biblical worldview into the teacher or parent or pastor. You know, a lot of us are educators. You don't have to be a formal teacher in a classroom to be an educator. Right. <laughs> Pretty much if you talk, if you write, if you speak with other people, you're, you, you are in a sense, you know, an educator. So, um, so we, we, you know, we got to get it into us and then we can get it into the, the students. So that's, that's one distinctive, uh, you know, another st- distinctive I mentioned earlier about Vernal Hall publishing these primary sources. We 
we tend to principal approach education. Uh, we want to do a lot more with primary sources than secondary sources, you know, your textbooks and your workbooks. We do use secondary sources. Um, we want to choose the best ones, of course. Everybody would want the, the best source, whether it's primary or secondary. But we do a lot, especially in the humanities when it comes to, you know, Bible and history and government economics. You know, we want to go back and read the actual writings of the people themselves instead of having it interpreted through someone else. So those are those are a couple of the strong suits. Uh, you know, it's based upon thinking and reasoning. It's not a, it's not, you know, a lot of rote memorization. There's some memorization, of course. You've got to have some material to think with. Um, but it's not just memorization. It's, you know, um, we really want to teach the students to reason and think. And um, consequently, it's it's very strong in the area of writing. You know, we have our students writing complete sentences when they're younger, then complete paragraphs, and then, um, you know, developing their right oral and written communication skills. That's a strong suit of, of uh, principal approach methodology. One thing that I've always felt was both a strength and a hindrance to principal approach and people getting connected with it is that the expectation, as you just said, is that the parent will seek to internalize and understand these principles as, as a homeschooling parent and then to communicate and teach them to their children. Yes. Uh, a lot of my listeners and viewers are homeschooling parents, but increasingly, uh, a lot of parents will look at homeschooling as, I just want something turnkey that my kids can do online. Uh, you know, so I can still work a job outside the home. <laughs> and so I don't have to do anything. Uh, they just turn it on and it, it keeps all the tracking and all the accountability. And, you know, they've got somebody else basically facilitating this and I'm as hands off as possible. In my view, uh, one of the strengths of principal approach is the fact that you're not just seeking to teach children, you're seeking to create a multi-generational learning experience where you're training teachers how to train teachers. Yes. Uh, and we actually, we actually see that in, you know, in, in Joel, I think it's, um, oh, I shouldn't quote it because I'll, I'll forget the wrong verse, but where it says to teach your children and, and their children teach their children and their children teach their children. And so the concept is that um, there's this multi-generational aspect to it. So, so in my view, you know, as a guy who really wants to promote biblical worldview, I want the parents to get this, you know, Deuteronomy uh, six talks about that, how it says this law, which I give you this day shall be on your heart. And then you teach it diligently to your children. Yes. So what, what encouragement can you give to people if they, if they start looking into the principal approach and then they say, oh, wait a minute, you mean I'm actually going to have to internalize some of these ideas. I'm going to have to understand these concepts. Oh, okay. That sounds like a big investment on my part. Um, what what encouragement do you give to that parent that that starts to feel a little intimidated by that? Well, let's uh, you know, let's dip into an economic principle for for a minute, and that's cost benefit analysis. And and you you laid that out quite well, Israel. Um, and I'd say you know, there's uh, there's obviously a benefit for us as parents and teachers. You know, I actually think my my years as a teacher, you know, I learned more than my students did because you know the the old adage of the person doing the teaching is the person doing the learning, right? So, you know, this grows you professionally, it grows you spiritually. It, it, you know, I mean, that, frankly, that's one reason a lot of 
teachers like to teach and a lot of parents like to homeschool their own children is, you know, they're learning along with them. So yes, it takes time and, you know, you just have to manage that. Some people have more time than others because of other responsibilities. And, but I would encourage people in looking at the principal approach to don't think it is, uh, is all or nothing. You know, I got a guy, I have homeschoolers call me here and, you know, they're interested in the principal approach and they want to get started and they're looking at the NOAA plan, you know, which is K to 12. It's all subjects and everything. And I, and I, and I, I tell them, I start off with one subject, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you try to do, and, and a lot of people are disappointed with that. They want to just buy the whole thing and do the whole thing. And I said, you, you, you can't do that. You'll, you'll kill yourself. I said, rigorous. Just, just rigorous. do one sub, just do history or literature. I offer resources that we have there that are very user-friendly. There's some that we have that are more developed in terms of lesson plans for the parent. And, you know, just, are, just the, the history and the literature are the two that are the, the, the most user-friendly in that regard. And I even will point them to, to um, things that others have published. Ruth Smith at the uh, Pilgrim Institute has got a set of elementary history books that are absolutely fabulous and they're yeah, our principal right. approach. So no, I no, point no. them to that and say, get started with that. You know, yeah. um, this isn't about promoting face or face products or even the principal approach is getting people to do what they're doing at the best level that they can do it. That's, mm. that, that's how I feel. Mm. So, um, so just, you know, do, do a little bit of time, do as much as you can. You know, Jim Rose used to say, be kind to yourself. <laughs> and I think that's, Good you know, advice. we all have to do that because we, you know, sometimes the, 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 the uh, that which is best becomes our enemy because we think, oh, we can't do this. So I'll just give up before I even start. <laughs> yes. So, so don't do that. You can take baby steps. And uh, we all can do what we're, we're doing with our, our children a little bit better. So let's say that there's a homeschooling parent who says, I'm curious. I want to learn more about principal approach. Where can they go to find more information from, for resources that they can use within the home as a parent sure. uh, that, that are published by uh, Foundation for American Christian Education? Well, um, I mean, obviously, they go to the website, which is face.net. That's F-A-C-E. .net. And they can just, I always encourage people to go and explore and then, then call with questions. We have, we actually have quite a bit about the principal approach methodology and, and curriculum. Um, some people, you know, a lot of people think that the curriculum is the, is, is the principal approach. It's not, it's, you right. know, the curriculum is what you use. The methods are how you use them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could be using me- principal approach methods and, and not use any of the NOAA plan. Well, people did for years before there was a NOAA plan. <laughs> of course. <laughs> My wife and I, we didn't have a NOAA plan to work with. Right. Uh, so the reality is a lot of people that work with us will use some components of the NOAA plan and then, you know, some of their own. So that's a good way to start. And then give us a call. We have, a, um, I'll, t- you know, talk to you. We have a curriculum specialist here um, that answers the phone. She'll talk to you. Um, so, you know, it's, it's it's very traditional in the way you can find out about it. You, if you really want to take a deep dive, you know, sign up for our foundations course. It's a one week course you can do in person here. You could do it live online. Um, through live stream, or we record it. You can just do it as an independent study on your own. 
that's kind of a deep dive. Those that really, really want to, um, you know, find out more about it and, and be trained. Well, there are also people who may be pastors or people who are thinking, I'd like to start a small Christian school, day school. Uh, a lot of what you do is kind of facilitate uh, the development of these principal approach schools, some of which probably look a lot like glorified homeschool co-ops or homeschooling pods in some yes. way. But, yes. but basically, you could have a church that wants to do an outreach because there are some parents who just simply are not going to homeschool. They're not at a place in life where they feel like they can do that. They just it's not a choice they'll make. And so there are churches who want to provide a Christian education and not just Christian in name only, but a Christian education for those students. And you do a lot of uh, training facilitating for people who, who want to start up a, a, a school. Uh, how can those people get plugged in with you as well and get training? Yeah, well, um, one of my books is um, how to establish a Christian school to restore the republic. Uh, this actually was my doctoral thesis that I turned into a to a book and um and i uh, face um about a year ago we started a program we've always worked with people helping to start a school start schools but we kind of doubled down on it a, mm -hmm. a year or so ago for for obvious reasons um so we started a program called the leading it's called leading schools and we have now a formal program it's a two-year program that we work with an individual or church or whoever's interested in starting a school and uh we do coaching with you we provide all the you know we hold your hand basically mm -hmm. we have a school planting package we train you in development fundraising and marketing and, and um it's um it's we've had 12 people sign we have 12 people in the leading schools program and that's just six of those happened in the last month. So it's great. It's gotten very, uh, I was just out in Phoenix. There's a group starting a school out there getting ready to start in September. And now they've jumped on board with wanting to do principal approach. So uh, it's kind of taken off. These might not sound like big numbers to you, but they're big numbers for us. Uh, and it's a service, you know, we don't make money at this. We actually, it cost us. Mm -hmm. We, we, we uh, we had a donor. We're soliciting donations that pe for people that. So we got a very large donation, and we're we're able to provide this service to, to folks that want to to start a school. So yeah, if anybody's interested, uh, it could be small, large, medium. I just was in a school in a church uh, last Friday. You mentioned about the pod. You know, I said they have six students there. It's in a church, and it's just a suite little school in the local area and they're doing principal approach. The pastor's wife is, is the principal, but it, I said, you, you have, it's, you're like homeschooling a large family here. Yeah. <laughs> you got a four-year-old and they got an eighth grader, you That's know, right. and then in between, but uh, they just became convicted that their own children in their own congregation were in the government schools and were being, you know, subjected to all this, uh, you know, garbage and abuse, and they became convicted. They needed to do something. So we're working with them. That's a blessing, man. It's encouraging to hear that. And I would say for someone who's teaching in a traditional ACSI Christian school, regular, you know, run-of-the-mill everyday day school, uh, plug in with Principal Approach and get some training for yourself so you at least know how to promote a truly biblical worldview in the classroom. I think almost all Christian schools use that phrase 
but I was speaking at a chapel in a Christian school um, that a friend of ours, uh, both both you and I work with this guy in uh, CEI, the Christian Education Initiative, and uh, speaking at a chapel at his Christian school one time. And he said, you're going to see biblical worldview plastered all over this Christian school. He said, basically, that means nothing. <laughs> so unfortunately, yeah. that's true of many Christian schools that uh, they use the buzzword, but it's not truly biblical worldview. In our closing minutes here, Max, you are also an author. You mentioned that you wrote this book on how to start Christian schools, but you've written some other books as well uh, on helping um, students to think biblically on economics and different issues. And so uh, what are some of the other titles that you've written and how can people get a hold of you to get those? Well, um, I, I've written. Uh, a book on celebrations where I uh, take holidays and, and research them biblically and historically. That's been very popular. Mm -hmm. I have uh, my wife and I did, have done skits and monologues and plays. They're, they're elementary, you know, because we did them with little little kids, both at mm -hmm. school and home and church. So, so that's that's probably the book that I have that has the most wide applicability. Mm -hmm. um, I read a book called Government Takes All. It's about Limited, limited government. It's actually uh, read that. It's very well done. A little appropriate for for today, right? Yeah, very, very appropriate. Um, I, uh, I I thought your audience would be interested in this one. Uh, the high school in my last job was a guidance counselor for seven and a half years, so I have the high school students' complete guide to college planning. And uh, it's a I actually haven't published it as a hard copy so it's just a pdf if anybody wants that just email me max at face.net and i'll email you the pdf for that it a lot of homeschoolers like that because it lays out what they need to do to help their child get into college or or career mm, so um excellent. and then uh my latest project uh my wife and i you know the the, the webster's 1828 dictionary of course is the gold standard of of language we get a whole lot of chance to talk about that but for years, people have asked if there's a children's version of that. Interesting. Well, long story short, I've, my wife and I, my oldest daughter, have taken that on as a, wow. as a project. But not the whole dictionary because right. it's right. 70,000 years, yeah. 70,000 words. So, yeah, we're doing this student worldview dictionary. So we're not doing the words horse and table, but we are doing sin and conscience and law and government. So, uh very excited about that. That's going to be coming out in hopefully the next couple months. So it's amazing. Well, that's a great resource. Yeah, my family has always used the Webster's 1828 dictionary. It is my favorite dictionary because Noah Webster gave definitions uh, that reflected a biblical worldview. Many had scripture passages, and uh, that's all been edited out in all the new Merriam-Webster dictionaries and so forth. That is a resource that's published by FACE. So again, please get in touch with Max. You can email him, max at face.net. Visit their website, face.net. You can learn more about principal approach, more about the NOAA plan, which is a curriculum published by FACE. Uh, you can learn more about their teacher training resources, lots of uh, great material there. Uh, and again, if you want to learn what, how, how, what we're doing with uh, Christian Education Initiative, you can go to ChristEDU.org. So, Max, thank you so much, and I uh, look forward to uh, maybe having you on again in the future. Okay, sure thing. All right, God bless. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. For more information on Family Renewal, the writing and speaking ministry of Brooke and Israel Wayne, please visit FamilyRenewal.org.